You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Guys, Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Monday. Is it though? Because let me just say this. Sunday was one of the scariest yet um, in the scale of Sunday scariness. And I'm just kind of concerned that Monday may follow suit. I'm hoping that's not the case though. Uh, I'm already over this week. Like, no, I was just trying to take a, take a positive spin. <laughs> like, leave it to me to be like, but in reality. <laughs> but also, think about it this way. It's still Monday. Um, <sighs> yeah, no, I'm telling you, dude. Like, I, the, Sunday it was one of those days where I woke up with the best intentions. And then, like, come 5 o'clock, I was like, what did I even do today? Like, I feel like I'm moving at like this, a snail's pace. Like I'm literally like treading, like, you know, when you're trying to like run through water, like that's what it felt like the entire day. And I was like, I'm getting nowhere and I don't even know where I'm going. Um, it was, I watched so much reality television today. Which ones? Um, I'm just rewatching Vanderpump rules. Oh, that's and then Big Brother's on tonight, so that's something to look forward to. What nights is Big Brother on again? Like, I need to... Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Why? What's the what's the logic behind the cadence? Just curious. Um, because Sunday... Well, it's a little confusing right now, but they would normally have, like, an HOH... No, sorry. Sunday would be the nomination ceremony. Wednesday is the veto competition. So if you get... You can change the people who are nominated on the block. And then um, Thursday is the elimination slash uh, HOH competition. Head of household. Got it. Wow. Yeah. And how many weeks does that go? Uh, it's They're in there for like 90 days. Dang. That is no. intense. Yeah. All right. Well, talk about, talk about bubbles. That's a bubble. Well, that's funny you mentioned that, uh, my dear Maggie, because <laughs> I um, was doing some reading about said bubbles because obviously, like, listen, the season is coming. It's fast approaching, and we're obviously seeing a lot of leagues who are successfully playing games and keeping people healthy, and then other leagues. Some that aren't. Cough, cough, MLB. <laughs> can't do anything right i was actually listening to um the the new york times the daily their podcast and i they had um the commissioner of the mlb uh man rob manfred 
on and well, one of their reporters had done a piece on him and how he kind of brought the MLB back and started it up again during the pandemic. And I think he was like pretty proud of himself and his plan. And I feel like I would love to have a follow-up interview with him and see how he feels right about now. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he really didn't take into account the whole human error aspect. <laughs> the whole like going to ca- casinos. Was that what I heard that the, uh, yeah, Cardinals- we can't, we can't trust these hoes. I mean, here's the thing. Maybe don't do that guys. Like maybe just don't, you know, I don't know. Are they just all dumb? I, yeah. I, it's kind of funny because I can kind of envision a scenario and like how that happened. Not that I'm excusing it whatsoever, but like, it feels like, I mean, I don't know, like when you're on the road and like MLB teams, like typically are on the road longer than most other teams because they just play, play their, their, near their series. And so they go out and like do stuff like that probably is typically like what they do. Like obviously we're not in a typical time. Like right now is, is as pretty atypical as it gets. <laughs> so I guess I'm just like wondering why they thought they could get away without people knowing. Yeah. Like that's, that is actually a really great question. Like I have no idea how they were like, this is a good idea. And not only that, we'll get away with it. And like, okay, yeah, like you're under a microscope, dude. We have nothing better to do. Right. Like, of course they get COVID. Like that is just, that would happen what to- Was it like 15? Something like that. Like some insane- Something wild. Like between the Cardinals and is it the Marlins? Like they're trying mm-hmm. to infect their entire franchise. Like it's a race to the finish line. Yeah. And like hiding positive results so that they can like play. That seems smart. Seems not great. I actually, no. I'm in class with a couple of, um, I don't, they're, I don't know exactly their roles, but they are on the front lines and they're, they're getting their um, graduate degrees in my class. And they were saying the other day that there are some people that will straight up lie and tell you that they, do, they haven't been exposed or they don't have any symptoms or whatever and come in and like, get treatment for something and then like obviously it it is a big risk and exposes the whole entire like ward to the virus potentially if they indeed do have it but they you know aren't saying they don't even know that they're likely to have it well the healthcare professionals are like you said you don't have it or you say you're not you don't think you have it etc 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 you haven't been around anyone and when in reality they have like I said, you can't trust these hoes. Yeah. It's a very selfish mentality, but really? I digress. And like, I, what good does it really do you to lie? You get to play one, one or two games. Yeah. And then everyone and then gets it. out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like the, the long-term thinking is not strong here. No. I don't even know if, like you said, if much thinking actually went into it. So yeah, I don't even know they, if it's given that much credit. No. Yeah. But, there's a there's a couple brain cells missing here. <laughs> um, it got me thinking because, you know, we're also watching the maps and they are Yeah, that's going a little better. It is going a little better. And um I think there's several reasons for it. So like I can't fully put it all on 
the commissioner, like the MLB, like I just think there's things out of their control. Like it's a lot easier for leagues like the MLS, I think, and the NBA to, in my opinion, to do the whole bubble thing because there's less teams, there's less players on the teams, like there's less overall people that you have to actually be like dealing with. Oh, absolutely. With the freaking NFL, it's like, oh, each freaking team, like players alone is, you know, 90 plus people. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even in the same ballpark, for lack of a better way of saying it, play on words. Oh, obviously. I see what you did there. You like that? Um, so I don't even know, like, we, we, can, we can say all the, what we want about the, the MLB versus how the NBA and the MLS are doing, but I don't even know if it's fair to even make those comparisons sheerly due to the volume of participants and individuals that each league has to deal with. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would just say I think there's a couple of things that they just didn't think through all that well. Maybe a bubble concept wouldn't work for them, but the fact that they're traveling so much and like playing so many games so close together, right, is kind of where I'm like, eh, I don't know if we thought that through too well. Well, that's why I wanted to bring up today. So I, in my Sunday scariness, I was. Um, well, here's what I did instead of, you know, some things I probably should have been doing. I was reading articles <laughs> and I scrolled, I, yeah, I found this article um, that came across my timeline uh, by Sports Illustrated and Mitch Goldich, I'm sure I said that name wrong, but that's how it's spelled. So we're going to, we're going to go with it. I'll tweet the article out um, mm-hmm. too for you guys, but he had a proposal. It's called a modest proposal to save the 2020 NFL season because, you know, granted, sure everyone's saying that the season's going to go on as planned and we are not going to have fans or we might have fans and it'll be it'll look like this or it'll be limited and and all of that but all of that aside again the MLB doesn't have fans and they're obviously having issues so it seems to me that eliminating fans is not enough so I think it stands to reason that the NFL could potentially run into some pretty similar issues that the MLB is running into if they don't make adjustments going into the year. Yeah. Like let's, let's learn from others mistakes here. So I'd like to, I'm going to read, I'm going to give you the idea of this proposal because I thought it was really, really freaking interesting. Um, So Mitch, Mitch Goldich, his, his idea is to, again, his goal is to save the NFL season. He's like, listen, I hate this as much as you guys. Like, this sucks. I would much rather be doing things the old way, and I'm not coming in here trying to, like, cause some upheaval, but I just don't think realistically it's possible to operate the NFL season safely as it stands today. So his proposal is each team plays eight games. The goal, before I go into all the details, the goal with his proposal and any proposal that would be in place, and we're all speaking in hypotheticals right now because we live in a freaking world of hypotheticals. Everything's so unprecedented. Like, how can it not be hypothetical? But the goal with this proposal is, you know, obviously maintain competitive balance still so that you you feel good about who you crown as the Super Bowl champion. Because it would suck if we... 
I mean, I think there's a good argument to be made that if you just totally jack up the season, it's like, does that Super Bowl actually even count? <laughs> you know? So there's going to be an asterisk anyways, but let, let's make a, make it a, a fair fight. Effort. Yeah. 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 So his first proposal, part of the plan is to slash each team's schedule in half. So each team plays eight games. The main benefit here is truly limiting the number of times different teams are coming into contact with each other. So um, each team will play its, all its games two weeks apart. You've seen the MLB, and I think one of the main reasons why they've struggled is that a lot of their games, they play so frequently and so close together. It's so hard to handle if there's a diagnosis or if there's a false, false positive you know, what do you do? Like the, 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 the team has to play the next day. So do you just cancel everything or how does that, how, how does that operate? So the NFL, obviously their schedule is different than the MLB just from the get go. They are, yeah. they're, they're already going to be more spaced out games as it is. But on top of it, when you slash the team schedule in half and each team only plays eight games, then when you play every other week, that means you have two weeks in between each of your games. So that plan is actually way more in line with the recommend, recommended 14 day quarantine period. So let's say, God forbid, again, if a player tests positive and has to isolate, he would maybe only miss one game. I mean, that's, that sounds smart to me. That's kind of what I thought. I was like, yeah, I mean, okay. So did he, he uh, kind of break down how they, how he wants the, what am I trying to say? How he would like have it structured yeah. as far as like who you actually play. Yeah. So each team would play six division games and two other intra conference matchups. So I'll get to that part in a minute, but okay. how it would, how it would lay out would be, you would play every other week would be an alternation between AFC and NFC games. So week one, let's just say September 13th is AFC week one. And then September 20th, week two is NFC week one. And then week three of the NFL season is going to be AFC week two. And then week four is NFC week two, so on and so forth. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so you get eight football games every week. And you elim just eliminate the bye, bye weeks. If you're, if you're spreading your games out two weeks in between when each, each game, each team plays a game, then I don't, you don't really need the bye week. You can kind of pad that into the playoffs and, you know, obviously the Super Bowl and all of that jazz. So you eliminate your bye weeks and then it alternates between AFC and NFC. Obviously you, you miss your, you know, all like your big Sunday slate. And I get it. Like you don't wake up and it's going to be like, 50 different games to watch all at the same time and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, let's be honest, <laughs> we're probably not going to be going to bars and watching like <laughs> all of these games yeah. uh, back to back anyway. It's how the bars aren't open. That kind of. Yeah. <laughs> we, I would say we are in a worst case scenario at this point in time in our world. So um, I would, I'm, I'm of the, I'm of the mindset of I'm going to take what I can get. So yeah, um, I'm here for a good pivot. Yeah, of course. Um, again, all trains between AFC and NFC, eight football games each week, no bye weeks. If you wanted to uh, go ahead and like pad the um, like the Super Bowl, 
technically what you could do because apparently Albert Breer, Breer said that um, the Super Bowl host cities are actually required to block off the dates for a few weeks after the Super Bowl in case that it has to move back. So technically speaking, they could move the Super Bowl from February 7th to as late as February 28th. So there's already some flex in that kind of scheduling anyways. So if you need to put two bye weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, so you technically again have two weeks um, of like quarantine period or preparation period or whatever, you can do that. And again, I like the idea of them saying like, once you get to the, once you get to the Super Bowl, then they go into bubble mode because then it's actually realistic. Yeah. You know? So then they that go, could be done. Yeah. Then they go model the ML, MLS, the NBA bubble mode, if you will. I wonder where they would do that in Tampa because I mean, I don't know Tampa that well, but I wonder what facility they would take over and bubble, if you will. They don't have Disney there. I don't know how far Disney is away from Tampa. I'm not a. <laughs> Um, there's gotta be some like large hotel that's like right by, um, their football field or whatever. Yeah. I mean, again, just stadium is what the word that I was looking for. Their football place. (laughs) You know, the, the football thing. Yeah. The The football bowl. Yeah. Um. (laughs) One of those. (laughs) Um, with someone who has a bit of knowledge in terms of the selection of training facilities, which again would be for all intents and purposes, what they're doing with the Super Bowl facilities when they're trying to make a bubble, if they ever did do something like that. You know, the Cowboys, like we loved, we loved Oxnard so much because of the fact that solely based on the proximity between the fields where the players had their meeting rooms, where the players, you know, were living, eating, sleeping, everything was condensed all right there in that one little area. Whereas if you ever went to training camp in San Antonio, there was a lot of movement back and forth between like the Alamo Dome and you had to actually like travel to the Alamo Dome from your hotel as a player. And then your meetings were held in other places. Like it was, it just was logistically not as feasible. And if you think about it, that that structure of having everything in one place is gonna be even more important to limit movement in a pandemic. So I don't know Tampa that well. I know Tom Brady has a nice little pad. I don't think it's going to fit the entire team, but Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay hopefully <laughs> figures something out and has some semblance of something or other that mirrors what I just described, because that would be what it would take for you to uh, bubble it in my personal opinion, efficiently in Tampa. So anyways, um, so that's, that's the first step. Eight games alternate between AFC and NFC. What's your kind of like gut reaction? Like, are you, are you, you're still thumbs up so far in this plan? Yeah. I mean, I'm certainly down for it. Um, if they could really make that happen, um, my, I'd be interested to see who we would end up playing yeah. in our six division games. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be that would be something that that interests me to find out. The thing is, while I would love to think that they would like consider this, I just don't know that they would. Well, don't worry because there's more. We're going to make we're going to record this and send it off to Raj. So, there you he, go. He can listen on his <laughs> uh his morning walk 
and we'll convince him that this that Mitch's idea is a good idea. I'm here for it. So thus far. Yep, thus far. Um the next part of this of of this plan is you would play the games at night. So there's a couple reasons why Mitch thinks this makes sense and I actually kind of agree. Um so uh back in June Mike Florio reported that some teams were considering flying to road games on game day to avoid having to stay in a hotel. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So, you know, for those of you that maybe not as privy to the team's travel schedule, um, typically what they do is on Saturdays, they'll, they'll fly in, like say, like, most of the time they leave around like one in the afternoon and then they will get to their location or whatever. And obviously that timing changes depending on where you're flying to, but they get in, they'll do their walkthrough in the afternoon, like at like a neighboring high school or something like that, or um, maybe even at the stadium if it's available and they can do it, but they, I mean, they don't feel like they are being watched. (laughs) Um, And then they'll go, have their meetings at night at the hotel. Obviously, you go to bed, blah, 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 wake up the next day, play your game. And every time they play the game on Sunday, they'll fly back no, that night, no matter how late it is. So they'll just get back. Like if it's a night game, they'll get back at like 4 a.m. on Monday, whatever time. But this proposal is saying, all right, you fly in on Saturday, you fly in on Sunday, and then you play your game on Sunday and you fly back out. So it's, it's, it's a day trip. Like what? What most, a lot of businessmen like to do, business women, all of the above. I don't do it because I hate doing it. I think it like, it ruins me. Um, but the whole purpose of that is avoid having to stay in a hotel. So, um, but, <laughs> but uh, Honey, <laughs> Honey Badger uh, had a pretty swift response and he quote tweeted it, I guess, the original tweet from Florio and was like, he literally said, hell nah. <laughs> <laughs> and so <I> the <laughs> honey badger doesn't care he will not do it he does not care um and i get it too so his thought was like from from tyron's perspective he's like wait a minute this is not even feasible like it the, it, it brings up massive concerns in terms of injury risk you know if you hop on a football field like immediately after a flight like come on like i mean everyone most people have flown and when you get off a flight, you're tired. Like, I'm not going to go run a marathon after I get off a plane. Like, forget it. Like, I am going to go 
I'm going to go have a cocktail and maybe like go sit in my hotel bed and order some room service and maybe I'll rally later TBD. Um, so that's a big part of it. Like concern injury risk. Um, so you know, I would kind of think that they would travel earlier in the week and stay longer, but I guess that would pose some issues as far as lodging and keeping everyone bubbled. Right. Yeah. And so like, that's kind of their concern. So, so Mitch came up with another alternate plan. He said, so if you, if you're, if your goal is to keep players out of hotels and to try and take them directly from your team facility to the visiting stadium, and that's just really important to you because it minimizes exposure, blah, 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 blah. The only way you could technically do this would be if you fly in on game day, but you fly in early in the morning and your game that you play is at night. So every single game in the 2020 season would be a night game. Okay. So not only would that help eliminate slightly, at least slightly, it gives you a little more time on the ground for these athletes to kind of hopefully get their bodies right, get their minds right, like get ready for the game. Then also, I mean, I know this is the elephant in the room, Everyone wants sports to be back, but a big reason, (laughs) TV networks are a big motivator behind seasons happening as well, because if the seasons don't happen, then that's a lot of money that's lost. Um, A lot of broadcasting rights, all of the above. So the all night schedule could also potentially make a lot of sense for TV networks, because again, like you think about it, it's night, like TV is, is everyone watches TV at night. So like the ratings, like ideally would be great. But furthermore, I mean, Obviously, like you'll have networks that are going to be sad because they'll miss. Sad is the wrong word. Ticked because they'll miss like their their Sunday slots and blah blah blah. But if you think about it, you could possibly have four days a week of doubleheaders. So that would put all 128 regular season games in their own standalone TV window. So no other no other game NFL game is competing for airtime. Yeah, I mean, that could be pretty agreeable, I would think. I mean, from a solely from a rating, like for, if I'm an advertiser and I hear you tell me you're going to lose your major spot and I'm at first like, um, excuse me, WTF, let me pull my contract real quick out of my pocket before I, you know, hammer you over the head with it. But then you tell me that I have my own night spot, splot, new word added to the dictionary um my own night slot that is there's no other no other related competing show going on at that time you have my attention like yeah you have my attention plus plus you have as a consumer four days a week that you would get football I mean, you already, yeah, you get football four days a week. No other NFL game. So, Who says no? I mean, like, um, picture this. It's a world where, I'm quoting this from his article. He's like, imagine a world <laughs> where every single game involving the Chiefs, Cowboys, Patriots, Ravens, Steelers, and Packers were on TV with no other NFL game competing for airtime. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty sweet deal. For the networks, it'd also be kind of fun to, like, you know, best worst case scenario from a consumer perspective. And also on top of it, spreading- They'll make everyone feel like they're the Cowboys. Prime time, baby. Hey, listen, like we we don't share well, but we're okay with sharing 
a little bit and you can just taste our success this this year and this year alone. And by success, I mean spotlight. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's not always successful, but listen, sure has a lot of attention. That's that's what I'll tell you. The Cowboys, I, you got to love them for it. Like they managed to get more primetime games than most, even when they are half as good as some other, some of these other teams. And I'm like, I respect it. Like you don't have to like it, but you do have to respect it. So um, on top of it too, spreading games out to four days a week works because there's extra time in between games. And so, um, you know, in the current state of affairs, our current schedules, we talk a lot about it. You always talk about it with the Cowboys in their season with the Thanksgiving games and everyone's like a short week, short week, we're screwed. Like we don't have as much time to prepare. Well, that would, you know, that bias would in essence be eliminated because now on top of it, you're spread out two weeks. So even if you played and had less, like you play on a, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I've done enough math this week, but like you pay, play on a Saturday or something. And then the team that you're playing next week played on that like Tuesday. And you know, the, you feel like you might have an advantage over them. It's going to be like 12 days versus 14 days versus like a short week right now, obviously it's week by week. So I don't really feel like the two day difference in that grand scheme of things is going to make as much of a difference as maybe like our current short weeks would. Does that make sense? No, definitely. Um, that, which, I mean, that also kind of helps with the whole, like it's a shorter schedule, uh, issue that you could, cause you're having so much time to prepare. You, you're going to be on your a game. I don't know. So this, so basically in conclusion, this, this second point of his proposal is you, you lose your classic NFL Sundays, but you gain a lot of primetime football and obviously theoretic, theoretically the chance to watch every game in real time, even if it is less games. It's an abbreviated season. RIP Red Zone. Pretty much. Like, I, I, don't, know, I, I don't know how to save you, DirecTV. I can only save parts of you. Like, this is, my, this is our attempt. And by our, yeah. I mean Mitch. And I'm just like, I'm just hijacking Mitch's work. And I'm like, great job, Mitch. Team, teamwork. <laughs> I'm Let's kid. go. I'm the kid in the team project who's like, doesn't do anything and freeloads. And it's like, but I'll present to the class. <laughs> <laughs> like pretend like you contributed, like not quite. <laughs> um, anyways. So you talked about the schedule and like how it kind of play out. So we talked about six division games and then there's two other ones. So Here's a couple options to throw out there for you. With those two games, ideally, here's like the first thing that kind of comes to most people's minds, I'm sure, if you're thinking solely in terms of how do I get two, two NFL pro football teams on the field as easily as possible, you're going to try and put the guys that are closest together. So like Cowboys and, and the Texans, right? Like that's an easy thing to make happen. Or, or Rams and Chargers, like, Obviously, that would be simple, but again, not the division, short season, it kind of feels like it might be a throwaway game. So um, you saw the MLB dispense, like they, they got rid of like the usual AL NL schedule format. And l- listen, like people got over it and they're getting over it. I think we're all kind of learning to get over certain things because it's just the state of the world right now. And we have to be okay with like the next best case. And that's just... That's just how the pandemic is playing out. 
it's a freaking pandemic, yep. right? <laughs> what are you going to do? Like you get mad at all you want, like shake your fist at the sky. Like we're still wearing masks. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like we're still here. Um, so what you could do is for competitive reasons, Mitch is saying, um, you could technically justify making those two games, those two extra games, intra-conference games. So for competitive reasons, helping seed the playoff field, you could build a conference, you, you, could build, you could build a schedule with conferences alternating weeks instead of mixing them together. So again, that way you feel pretty good about who out of your conference makes the playoffs because you've been playing in your conference the entire time for the most part. Um, so you could still technically apply the logic of the first idea of saying like, uh, logically, it makes sense to play teams that are close together. You know, it'd be like Seattle, like instead of making them fly, the example used here is Seattle flying to Tampa or Charlotte or Philly, like don't do that. Instead, have them use those extra games and play someone who's a bit closer, like maybe like Dallas or Minnesota or Green Bay. Um, it's not like obviously nothing we're going to propose and nothing that anyone proposes is going to be foolproof, but I feel like, I mean, what are your thoughts on, on, on that development, Meg? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. If you can rework that uh, to keep it like less travel or like, I guess, less distance travel. Um, I, I could see that like being something that would work. All right. Do you feel strongly about, having the extra games be intra-conference like yeah like we have shortened seasons it makes sense to feel even better just for competitive reasons about who we put into the playoffs and so let's use these extra games for playoff seating or are you kind of like I mean it is what it is this year like um it doesn't matter to me that much well my thought on it is like we can be pretty trash in like the NFC East and still make the playoffs. So like, I don't see that as a, that as a big deal, like playing in your division or like, you don't have to play the people in your, your, your division twice. Right. To like really know like who's better out of the four of you. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's fair enough. Like, take the best and then go to the playoffs. That's a great way of putting it. Fair enough. Is like, how many? What? Who? What was the um, Eagles last year? The uh, their record? I don't know. Terrible. Something absurd. People were. We were. The whole division was trying. Our whole division was big garbage. Like <laughs> we were hot trash. All of us were like the race to the loser line like I was like what are we doing like what it was so embarrassing nine and seven yeah 2018 whatever whatever everyone sucked yeah I mean that's that seems to be a theme in our division for some reason it's like so much hope and whatever and then what are they doing (laughs) (laughs) so like I don't have to see 16 games of that to know yeah I mean, what's up i don't blame you um yeah i guess it was nine and seven whatever anyways so let me add another layer on there for you um 
we talk playoffs and we're like competitive advantage, all the other jazz. Like we want to make sure like it's important to make sure that whatever proposal, if there ever were one to come down, like again, maintaining health is the, is key is the number one, but also maintaining a competitive balance is I think pretty, pretty paramount at the same time. So the other addition to the playoff discussion would be two, it'd be expanded playoffs. So two teams from each division makes the playoffs. So typically Mitch is like, I, I, I'm not normally for this, like whatever. But now since it's a shortened season, I'm, I'm okay with having two teams from each division make the playoffs. So with such a high percentage of games being played within the division, it seems like a fair and easy way to pick the playoff participants. Um, also just in addition, like, small logistical things the nfl calendar you can add two more teams to the schedule without having to add, add additional weeks so it, it wouldn't really like hurt if you will yeah i mean we're i just don't see how it's going to like continue on this way successfully so why not look at other viable options? I know they're going to want the, like the whole 16 games of it all. That's like a lot of money left on the table. Right. Um, but it's better than not having a season. Right. As far as your pocketbook goes. So I don't so, know. Consider. So the, another, another argument against this would be some teams have tougher divisions like NFC West, um, where like typically maybe like a wild card team would come out of their division. Um, and that could be unfair, but you know, again, like he, he points out, he's like, all of this is unfair anyway. So it's pretty dang impossible to just make everyone happy. Um, I'm used to everything being unfair right now. Yeah. Like that is, again, we're in a pandemic. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like you can't, no one, I don't know a soul in the world that's truly happy with the current state of affairs right now. So, I mean, it, it, it is kind of what it is. Um, but here's the part that I actually, I say low key, I high key love. (laughs) (laughs) So in that model, there would be the issue of tiebreakers and, um, like they're just, it just might be more necessary with like a shorter season, he points out. And so beyond like the obvious that is typically like head to head record than division record taking into consideration trying to do a tiebreaker, which is normally what happens. Like maybe instead he says how about we settle ties within the division with point differential in division games dun 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 ooh that's spicy right so okay i see this is where team 40 burger comes in this is what i'm saying like this is what i'm saying um you can't say it wouldn't be exciting. Like it would totally make things more interesting. Like even like throwaway games would be more interesting because they're playing to make sure they have more points. So all 60 minutes again, like would matter even like after the outcome is deciding. So you'd see teams just like running up the score and, and and teams also, even if they're like totally the game is in the can, like they're still trying to drive for garbage time points. (laughs) We love to see it. Which you can't tell me that. Um, That's fun, right? Like, 
like he even he even he's like would you maybe see extra two like more two-point conversions like that could be fun dude that could be really fun Ooh, like can we just do this anyways <laughs> i know like <laughs> if listen if we're gonna have a weird season let's make it interesting like let's, let's make just, it weird fun let's make it weird let's get weird let's fully embrace let's get weird yes like let's get weird i i'm here to fully embrace the nonsensicalness that is this pandemic and i'm like yes do i want to do the crazy thing of course like where do i sign i'm here let's go um so i <laughs> i just i love that i thought that was awesome um, I'm here for it. I did too. I mean, I am too. I'm just saying we should consider this anyways. Just add it as a thing. Let's let's go. I I listen. We we might be team one thousand burger. Like let's run it up. Like I am here to eat. Um. So that's the main crux of the proposal. So just to kind of recap for you. It's chop the season in half for every single team. So that means each team only plays eight games. You alternate the weeks between AFC and NFC. So week one of the season is AFC's week one. Week two of the season is, is NFC's week, week one, so on and so forth. Get rid of the bye weeks. Use them as padding, um, you know, in the playoffs and for the Super Bowl if you need to do extra, like, uh, quarantining, whatever that may be. Um, and then you play games – at night so that teams can fly in and eliminate exposure and then fly back out. So it gives them time to hopefully a little bit more time to feel healthy. Also, um, that means that you'd have non-competing football games on like four nights of the week and you have extra conference games. So those two additional games are going to be played intra-conference two teams from your division make it to the playoffs and tiebreakers are going to be decided by point differential in division games. That's the, that's the, that's a stitch. Are you buying? Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Are you buying weird. what Mitch is selling? I feel like I know I'm, the I'm buying it. <laughs> and you're, you're buying all of it because it's in a pandemic, but you could potentially be sold on, the point differential in norm times. Yeah, like tell me why that wouldn't be fun. Yeah, like AP after pandemic, you we you might be on the the point differential tiebreaker chain. Chain. Yeah. Train. <laughs> Are you on that chain, Meg? Is that a? <laughs> I'm totally on that chain. It's off the chain, you know. Yeah, totes, totes off the chain. Um, I I listen. I think this is a pretty – I'm not an expert. My name's not Roger. Not that he knows it all, obviously. But, <laughs> I, like, I kind of feel like this might be pretty okay. Um, but all of this aside, um, I think the main thing with this is that if the NFL were to look into adopting a plan like this, they would need to be doing this contingency work now versus later it's a lot easier to pivot before you have all the wheels in motion and again just the breadth of of this league and the play like you you kind of have to 
have your structure and stick to it so that there is limited, I'd like to say no gray area, but again, it's so unprecedented. How could there not be? But there's very limited opportunities for gray area. But the key is that you'd have to do it now. Like you'd have to kind of say, hey, I see what's happening in the MLB. That's a shit show. And I'm not trying to have that happen with my teams. So I might as well look at some ways to switch it up a bit. Yeah, I wish there was that kind of foresight um, in the the NFL. However, um, they had, wait, since March, knowing that things were going to be weird and they didn't put any sort of contingency in place? It took them how long to get a deal with the players? Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, like, if if you can't have that kind of foresight in March, and then you, I just don't see them doing it now, but they should. I mean, I just think it could make some sense to really start to get serious about the fact that what they have in place might not be enough. I mean, you said it yourself, like, we're watching the MLB crumble before our eyes. I mean, they're, and the NFL doesn't have the flexibility to just say, I mean, they don't play series. They play a game and then they go, you know? So it's not as easy to just be like, oh, well, you know, we'll figure it out. And that's just not, that's not, it's, you can't, you can't do that here. And, you know, there's horror stories already of like MLB players, like finding out that, the games have been canceled on Twitter before they even find out on their own, like all this stuff. And it's like, man, get ahead of the ball because you're in a similar, at least a similar looking infrastructure. And we can see that it's not working over there. So, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I really, really, really hope I'm wrong. Um, But I don't know. I feel like it as crazy as some people might think this idea sounds, it may not be as crazy as we think, or it could be crazy smart. Yeah. Or it could be like, I was talking to Dave about this the other day. I was like, I wonder what we're going to look back on, you know, years from now and reflect on this pandemic on like what we got right and what we got wrong. Like what we didn't know, you know, the whole entire time that we're moving through this, that we'll eventually hopefully know down the road. Like, and you know, I don't know. Yeah. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Dun, dun, dun. So. <laughs> That's the plan. Um, Sports Illustrated, Mitch Goldich, uh, you know, he might need to get a, a, a consultant fee from the league if they end up implementing some of those because I think they're pretty dang I, good ideas. Um, would love to hear your thoughts, what you guys think too. Uh, if you are on board for Team 40 Burger point differential uh, on crack, like again, you know, get get let's get weird y'all like we want to know how weird you're willing to get in the effort if it means saving at least any semblance of an nfl season like let's assume let's just let's just just play with us play along like we want to know what you think um you can find us on twitter i'm at kelsey underscore charles megan is at meg murray with four r's like i said i'll tweet this article out thanks to mitch and sports illustrated for letting us um present to the class. That was fun. I really liked that 
concepts. You guys will be back on Friday with a new episode of Girls Talking Boys for you, but don't fear because there's tons of content coming out from Blogging the Boys for you every day this week. Make sure you guys are subscribed to Blogging the Boys wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, rate, review, subscribe, y'all. It really does help us out and we appreciate it more than you know. But um, get through your Monday. Hopefully it's a good start to the week. Get through the rest of the week. We'll see you Friday. But until then, don't ever forget. Dallas forever and Philly for never. Bye, guys. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.